0: I'm on a mission.
1: From the Almighty God?
0: No, from Zorg.
1: What's a Zorg?
0: The 11-fingered being.
1: You and your fingers. What does he want?
0: My fingers. <laughs> Good day, humble shopkeeper.
1: Welcome to the quest of episode 12.
0: Episode 12. Today we're going to be talking about...
1: Aliens.
0: Aliens. Do aliens exist? Yes. Of course they do.
1: From the aliens' perspective, we are the aliens.
0: Correct. We are technically also aliens.
1: Yes. <laughs> we are also we from are. space. We are
0: from space. Yes. Oh, I never think about that. We yes. are from
1: space. We're just some random little blip and fucking on a rock and a planet. And What am I trying to say?
0: We're, We're floating around on a rock in space.
1: Hurtling through space in the massive void of nothingness. But here we are, ready to discuss whether we are all alone Or, in fact, one of many.
0: Yes. Welcome to episode 12. Today we're going to be unpacking whether aliens exist or not. Just a heads up, there's not much to say that they don't.
1: Yes. We might be changing your mind. Yes. Or maybe not. (coughs) Much like our episode on whether we're living in a simulation... We're a bit biased toward yes.
0: <laughs> All signs point to yes, but we're not, yes. we're not
1: biased. No, we're not. To science is biased. The science
0: is biased. Um, what have we got for the listeners today?
1: We're going to dive into what we think about whether aliens exist, and then we're going to go into a bit of like, what forms could aliens take? Yes. A bit of the science behind it. A bit just of like the maths purely from a probability standpoint. Maths. Maths. We hate maths. We're
0: going to talk about moon poop.
1: We are going to talk about moon poop. We're
0: going to talk about UFO signings and conspiracies.
1: What science has to say on the topic.
0: Yeah. And whether we actually want contact with aliens or not. That's the big question.
1: Buckle in and prepare for takeoff because this is going to be a fun one.
0: Good luck. All right, time to dive in. Sorry, we just like had to cut out like a five minute chunk of time because we kept laughing about something completely irrelevant. Um, Wow,
1: what else is new?
0: Oh, fucking hell. Me failing how to to speak French, (laughs) which I've never learned, mind you. (laughs) And I am shocked that I'm not immediately fluent. (laughs) Anyway, okay, first up... We're gonna ask the question to each other. Yes, Alex. Yes. Do you believe in aliens? Do you think aliens exist?
1: Yes, I believe that aliens definitely exist, and this is purely just from the fact of how massive the universe is. Like how it's massive. Massive. It's pretty fucking massive, right? Isn't it? Mm. Um, even just our solar at our solar system, our galaxy, the Milky Way, is fucking huge. It's yeah. an estimated. We'll get into that. We'll get into just how big it is in a moment. But like, it's huge. And then there's the whole universe outside of that. So in terms of just statistics, I find it very, very, very difficult to believe that we're the only anomaly of life in the entire universe, particularly also because of the age of the universe, like we rocked up when the universe was already 15 million years old or something like, there's been so much time Mm. for life to evolve and there will be a lot more time. So I reckon somewhere in the universe, purely statistically, there are other aliens going about living their best lives right now, maybe having wars with each other, all this shit. Will we ever find them? I don't know. And I... I don't believe in the aliens in the form of ones that have been to Earth. I don't believe in the Little Green Men or, like, the Grey Men-style aliens that everyone mm. seems to have seen.
0: So you don't think aliens have been <clears> here before?
1: I think it's very unlikely that aliens have been here, um, but I believe that they exist. They may be aware of us, they may not, but I don't think that we've come into any contact with them, most likely.
0: Yes. Interesting. Yes.
1: I am greatly swayed by those three years that I spent... Uh, Getting a science degree.
0: Yes. Yes. Fair enough.
1: Yes. So I'm very sceptical of everything. My joy is gone. What about you, Ladu?
0: I certainly believe that aliens exist. I feel like you can't not believe that aliens exist. If you think we're the only people in the universe, you got to, like, expand your brain because mm-hmm. that is nonsense. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it doesn't seem possible to me that we're the only form of intelligent life, just considering how big the universe is. And... Um, I don't have as much of a sciencey technical background as you do. I've watched a lot of like docos and videos and lots of conspiracy theories. I, on the other hand, do think aliens have been here slash are here, because I'm a bit susceptible to nonsense on the internet. But I don't think it's that far-fetched. And I just I just feel like they've been here and the government's covering it up. <laughs>
1: Much more likely.
0: Well, they, they would. They would. Imagine if one landed here. <clears throat> Imagine if one landed here. Well, everyone would go nuts. They'd they have would. to cover it up. Yeah. But we'll get into the conspiracy theories later. later. Um But, you know, I think they do. Um. I've, yeah, looked at a lot of things from different people's, like encounters and things. I think there's too much evidence and encounters and people's experiences around the world. To discount the fact that they could be here slash have been here. But is it just one big group delusion? Like God. You know, like God, yeah. Like religion.
1: (laughs) Cool. Well, now that we've got us out of the way, let's go into what evidence is there to suggest aliens exist or not?
0: Let's do it. Let's just, before we go into the main chunk of like our evidence and data, things that we've collected, let's just talk about first... What do we mean when we say the word alien? Yes. Because it can cover quite a few different things.
1: Yes, it can. When people speak about aliens, they generally go to other intelligent life that we can actually communicate with. Because yep. that's the most likely situation where we're going to encounter yep. other aliens. Like another being. Be. Yeah, someone else we can actually... Yeah, someone comes and visits us because we're not at that stage where we can travel and visit Correct. them.
0: And when people think of the word alien, I personally think mm. of long, skinny, big head, grey, green gangly 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 gangly, just just me with mirrored eyes <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow <laughs> what a creepy image hello <laughs> we've only got nine fingers nine
0: fingers um but yeah no i that's what i think a lot of people automatically think of but an alien could be they could look just like us
1: they could hypothetically yeah
0: or nothing like us
1: Yeah, well, that's true. We could have been placed here from another planet, you know? You don't know. There could be other humans. We could have just... The universe is so massive, humans could have pretty much exactly evolved somewhere else, just coincidentally, just on how massive the place is. But also there's all the different options, like it could just be mainly insects. could be a bunch of plant life. It could just be tiny little single-celled microbes, microorganisms.
0: Yep, microscopic bacteria. Mm
1: -hmm. It doesn't
0: actually have to be... In the form of an intelligent being, it could just be the start of that, or yeah,
1: it could you know, be a different stage to us, or what's left. So, like, some there are some theories, for example, with Mars. Not delving too far into this, but like maybe there's tiny little microorganisms on Mars that are still alive because Mars used to have, or scientists think that Mars used to have more of an atmosphere and oceans and liquid water. Yeah, right. So there's a good chance that there's still subsurface oceans on Mars, so there could be microbes living in there. Yeah. There's also a couple different options, different moons around our solar system. So think about aliens in our own solar system. That's most likely the form they would take.
0: Yes. Yeah. But it's it's very rare. Like a planet like Earth, it's rare for a planet to be able to sustain like human life, to be yeah. able to life at all is rare but Mm. still possible and much more common than you think in our galaxy and also in other galaxies Mm. but we'll get into why it's almost you know impossible for us to find out a little bit later yeah uh and then there's also non-carbon based life
1: yeah this one's really interesting essentially all life that we're aware of is carbon based but there are other atoms that life could hypothetically be based on Mm. but not likely So when I've had the alien conversation with people before, I often get people saying like, well, life could look nothing like the life that we expect it to look like. Why do we think that it has to be based on the same principles that our life is based on? Yes, right. So we talk about a lot of the time, um, you may have heard carbon based life, which is pretty much all life. On Earth, which is the only life that we're aware of. Yes. So everything's carbon-based, um, looking at elements. I'm not, like, a chemist, so I'm not going to delve into this too far.
0: I don't even realise this shit. Like, I forget. Like, yeah, we're made of carbon. Yes. I don't even... I it wouldn't even cross my mind to think that life could form from anything else. Yeah. Because I can't even... It's not even on my radar that we're made out of carbon.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I don't (laughs) know. Yeah, yeah, true. But, you know, normal people don't think about chemistry all the time. No,
0: but all we are
1: is atoms, like, all joined together. All anything is, is a different assortment of atoms just crammed together. (laughs) And it's, like, (laughs) has to do with, like, the number of electrons in the atoms and how they can bond together and how stable they are. So, essentially... Carbon can bond really easily to other atoms, so it's right. what they call the backbone of a lot of different, like, complex molecules. Gotcha. Um, but, yeah, so I remember I watched this documentary a while ago where it's like, what if there's, like, life forms of pure energy and stuff? I don't remember how the fuck that works. But, like, for example, you could hypothetically have life that is silicon-based. But then you right. run into some problems with that. Essentially, like, silicon's probably the most likely after carbon, but the atom's a lot bigger, and essentially, without getting too far into the chemistry... It's just less likely because it doesn't form bonds as easily, and it's also not as abundant in the universe. Gotcha. So, like, the chances of it actually occurring with silicon possible, not as likely. Carbon just seems to be the most logical thing for life to be based on.
0: Fascinating. Yeah. When I think of a silicon person, I just a imagine them person. like having no bones. My husband is made of just... sand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think of like a like Gumby, just like uh, someone yeah. just flopping about, like yeah, flopping made of silicon. Like, it doesn't you, seem possible. Oh, uh, yeah, like, Just because yeah, I think of silicon, I'm like, Phone you know, cases and breast
1: implants. What yeah.
0: I'm like, how? Anyway. Yeah.
1: I remember if, yeah. Um, when I was at uni doing that science degree. This is kind of important context for the whole podcast. I've sort of studied this because I did a subject called astrobiology. Right. Which is all hypothetical, essentially. But it's looking at scientific principles and being like, hypothetically, what would life look like in different places? So that's mm-hmm. when we looked at things like Mars, Europa, other planets we even looked at avatar and were like how like feasible are the aliens in avatar blah 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 so it was really cool um but essentially while we were doing that i remember we studied silicon-based life and it was like possible that silicon-based life like we breathe out carbon dioxide but their byproduct of respiration would be sand so it's like yeah it's like it's like it's just very inefficient because the way that they would metabolize energy would mean that they have to have an output which is sand I don't know if that's like necessarily what? the only way it would work or whether that's still considered scientifically accurate. But at the time, that's what we learned. So there were some really yeah. cool Im- images of like what looked like a hippopotamus coming out of like this sand and just shooting sand out of these things. But yes.
0: Sand. Sandy boy. Oh my god. Yep. There is um an article which explains a bit more about this if you're interested in like learning a bit more about silicon-based life, because we've done a very broad overview of it we'll link that in the show notes but yeah fascinating
1: because chemistry is pretty fucking boring it's interesting but it gets really fucking tedious Mm. yeah
0: yes anyway okay let's jump into the evidence let's first cab off the rank yes the drake equation hit me with it
1: i will hit you with it this bamboozles me a bit i find this so interesting but we're just going to talk like this is the only maths that we're going to go into so frank drake he created this equation to answer the question of how many planets with detectable intelligence there are in our galaxy, as also known as the Milky Way. So N, the number that we're looking for, is the number of civilizations with which humans could communicate.
0: Equals. Okay.
1: And that is, that equals the following seven points times by each other. Okay, okay. Cool. That's excluding things like things that haven't developed any form of technology. So we're not going to be able to contact with them. So we're yep. excluding those aliens. This is only intelligent life.
0: Yep. Number right. one. We've got
1: the mean rate of star formation. Yep. The fraction of stars that actually have planets. Yep. And then the mean number of planets that could actually support life per star that actually has planets. Right. right. The fraction of life-supporting planets that actually develop life the fraction of planets with life where life develops intelligence and the fraction of intelligent civilizations that develop communication and then the mean length of time that civilizations actually can communicate, like actually how long they have that communication ability.
0: Okay, yes, oh my God, I have shrunk down to little small brain ladu right now Mm -hmm. because this is just too much. (laughs) Too
1: much. There's many, many factors, yeah.
0: Um, watching that video though, that this is from, so this is, um, we've got this info from, um, a video called the Drake equation by Andre Dudnik on YouTube. We're going to link that as well. Watching that actually helped me understand it a lot more because it's got the visuals to go along with it. Yeah. So much easier easier to go along with. So that's what we're going to be referencing sort of in the next chunk. But yes, just so you know, I have small brain when it comes to maths and this helped me a lot. So if you want to watch that, watch that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Good ideas, yes.
0: So, yeah, I think, like, the last factor in it is what we want to unpack.
1: Yeah. Mostly? Yeah, this is one that you kind of, like, you think about it and it sort of just gets deeper. Mm. So it's, like, how long would a civilization actually be able to communicate with us? And considering the age of the universe. Yeah. And, like, we might not even prop up our intelligent life that's communicatable at the same time as another one. There could be an entire civilization that's already burnt out. There could be an entire civilization that's not at that point yet. So you actually have to, like, overlap with these civilizations. Yeah. At because the same time. Because
0: we might not... Like, we only have limited time on the Earth, realistically. Yeah. Like, the human race is not going to last forever on Earth. Mm. And considering it takes so long, like, light years, to get your messages out into space mm. to reach these other planets, by the time you sent your message out, by the time it reaches... Another civilization, they could already be wiped out. They could already be gone.
1: Yeah, or you could be wiped out. Or you could be wiped out. We've been sending out radio signals for about eighty years. Yeah. By the time it actually reaches someone, they're like, "Oh, cool. Yep, they're dead now." Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like someone could get our message, travel all the way here, and then we're not. There's nothing here.
1: Smoking corpse of a planet. There's
0: just one rabbit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But that rabbit is king. The
0: rabbit is king, and he's like, "I'll tell you the history of the globe." (laughs)
1: And then he dies of age.
0: I hate them all. Yeah. The white rabbit I'm Monty Python that. reference for all of you Monty Python fans out there.
1: For everyone under the age of 60. <laughs> <laughs> Over the age of 30.
0: Shut up. <laughs> um, anyway, so yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would take us a long time to find them just because of how vast space actually is. Yes.
1: But looking at this equation, so what is the number? What is the number of civilizations with which humans could communicate?
0: Tell me. Lay it on me. Well,
1: Okay. Since he first proposed this, scientists have got a bit more conservative and there's new data that's come to light. So for the scientific community in general, they say like in a 100,000 year period in our galaxy's history, there would be 127 detectable civilizations that would crop up. Yeah. So Drake thinks that there's definitely extraterrestrial life forms in our galaxy today. And in fact, he estimates that there are roughly 10,000.
0: Sorry, 10,000.
1: intelligent life forms that we're able to communicate with.
0: In our galaxy, in the just Milky in, Way.
1: Yeah, just in the Milky Way.
0: Fuck off.
1: Yeah, and that's just with this very sort of conservative estimate. I know. Estimate. Like it could be much more, it could be less, but like 10,000, like average sort of number, <sighs> not being too hopeful with the numbers. Um, But, yeah, the the thing is, it would take so long to find them because our galaxy has a minimum of 100 billion stars. Right. Just our galaxy, 100 billion. So you'd have to search 10 million stars on average before you'd even find one of these detectable civilizations.
0: One of the 10,000. One of the 10,000, yes. Because for each star, there's, like, a little solar system, like, right? Yeah, yeah. Or, like, no, sorry, for each star that can have a a detectable planet. Oh my god! Yes, it's just. It would take you so long. Like, imagine having to comb through ten million stars. That yeah. alone would take you so long. Mm-hmm. But then finding one. Yeah. Te- step one: actually communicating. Step two: staying alive. The human race <laughs> existing alive. long enough to get the message yeah. across and heard and back.
1: Yep. Yeah. Because possible. Because like, even if like, how many are actually visible? From Earth, because yeah. we, we can't go there.
0: we don't have the technology to see no. as far as we want right now either. Well,
1: yeah, we've only really known that exoplanets even exist for what? What's an exoplanet? Is, a planet outside of our solar system. Right. So, like, we weren't even sure until I don't know, 15 20 years ago. I can't remember when they that there were the other planets. One, that there were other planets around other <gasps> suns. We didn't we're know such, that for sure.
0: We're such baby humans, aren't yes, we? Like, we're really babies. at the start of this exploration of the universe and understanding it in general. We actually know nothing. Like the the fact that when we were born, what were we taught about space? The eight planets plus the sun. Nine at the time. Oh, nine. Sorry. Nine Mm. planets plus the sun. Yeah. That's it. And that was like, Mm -hmm. in my brain, I kind of still think about space as that. And like when the Milky way, I used to think of just our little solar system, in the Milky Way. The Milky Way is just a bunch of stars. Didn't really or a think it bar. was that, or a chocolate bar. I didn't really imagine it as being as big. Like, I would yep. never think, okay, the Milky Way has 100 billion stars, thousands of solar systems just like ours. Yep. But we've only just found that out. Like, yep. it just doesn't. It
1: doesn't compute, it really does bubble the mind. It and does. this is probably why for thousands so of years. Insignificant. Yeah, exactly. But for thousands of years, humans were like, we are the center of the universe. The sun rotates around us because like how could you not think that when it's like we have the intelligent life? Yeah. But it's like it's not true at all. We just happen to crop up third planet out of eight in some yeah. random branch of the Milky Way under a pretty average sun. Like there's yeah. nothing really particularly impressive. Nope.
0: And we revolve around the sun, not the other way around. Correct. We just so happen to be the perfect distance away from it that we formed get, life. The, like, yeah,
1: pretty much. They, they use a lot of... um. There's like a Goldilocks zone is what they talk about. Yeah. So it's like if you're looking at life for our standards... Rocky planet, like Earth and Mars, within the Goldilocks zone, which is the distance from the sun where the planet could support liquid life.
0: Yeah, because like it wouldn't evaporate. Liquid,
1: sorry, liquid water, so it wouldn't yeah. evaporate. It wouldn't be frozen like it is on other places.
0: Yep, yeah, because it's so far away. Because it's so
1: far away. Yeah, super interesting stuff.
0: So interesting. Um, I've got a really cool article that um, is on the NASA website. Links in the show notes. Um, it's called We Asked NAS- a NASA Scientist, Do Aliens Exist? Um, And there's a really cool quote in there that sort of links in with all of this um, that I just want to read. Yeah. So shut up and listen. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this is by, oh, who's actually saying this? A scientist. A scientist. (laughs) (laughs) All right. She says, but if we think about life on this planet, beyond the big things, the elephants, the whales, redwood trees, and focus on the tiny things, nearly everywhere on earth we've looked, we've found microbial life. Our definition of habitable environments continues to expand. Off Earth, we've only begun to look. NASA has sent five rovers and four landers to the surface of Mars. Additionally, orbiters have been outfitted with some amazing cameras to take pictures of the whole surface of the red planet, but we've only explored a tiny fraction of Mars, and that's only one of the promising bodies to look at for life in our solar system. There are icy moons in the outer solar system like Saturn's moon, Enkele... Enceladus? (laughs) Enceladus! (laughs) Enceladus sounds like enchilada. Enceladus. Okay, it's either Enceladus Enceladus. or Enceladus. Yes, enchiladas. Saturn's moon, enchilada. Um, And Jupiter's moon, Europa, that look like they may have subsurface oceans that could be habitable. And that's just what's in our solar system. The more exoplanets we find around other stars, the more we learn about how many different environments could exist for life. We can't say yet for sure whether or not aliens exist. To quote Carl Sagan, the universe is a pretty big place. If it's just us, it seems like an awful waste of space. So NASA will keep looking.
1: That's such a good point about the planets too, because even an avatar, Mm. that set, Pandora is a moon of a planet.
0: Oh no shit! Yeah, so it's I not always even forget like, that.
1: Yeah, because like life can exist on moons and stuff too. Yeah. Hypothetically, It doesn't even have to be a planet.
0: Yeah, yeah. But that just makes me think. Just that line. It seems like an awful waste of space if it's just us. It mm. makes no sense that in the vastness of the universe, what it's just for us. Yeah. And we can't even leave. Yeah, this is, yeah. This is the thing. <laughs> like, it's like, we, like, either
1: life is super fucking rare, or maybe it's really common. It can crop up quite easily. We don't know.
0: But, like, common is... I mean, it, it would be common.
1: Well, we just don't know. But we don't know. Like, are we just some, like, really, really massive coincidence or, like, what?
0: It's not common in our solar system.
1: That we know it. But as they say, they've only been to the moon and Mars.
0: Yeah, but surely right. if there were life on other planets in our solar system...
1: Well, it would be, my, we would know. Like microbial life Yeah, and stuff. there would
0: be no, mm. like intelligent beings in our solar system Yeah, pretty. it'd much be I'm super like, rare yeah. unless they're hiding like or unless there
1: was on mars and it's all dead
0: or they're in the moon we'll get to that later <laughs> uh but yeah anyway um, moving on got another article here that we've taken from which was super interesting um it's called do aliens exist we've asked five experts and it's by cynthia willaya and noor gilani they basically interviewed five experts on the subject and four out of five said yes, but the fifth is more of a we don't know than a no.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like no, that no, it doesn't exist, doesn't make sense. It's like, we're never going to know. Yeah, like, it's not like a
0: know no, they don't. It's just like, I can't say for sure because yeah. we don't know. Yeah. Mm.
1: But then the other four seem pretty fucking certain. They so, do. we're going to take a little snippet from one of them, John T. Horner, who is an astrobiologist. And she says... John T. And he says, That's I'm a not nice sure name. Is a,
0: they say,
1: They say, Jonty says, Our galaxy is vast, 100,000 light years from side to side. Whoa. That's so big that those stars would, on average, be some 10,000 light years apart. That's way too far for us to hear alien signals, at least at the moment, unless they're way more powerful than anything we can send. So, 10,000 light years apart, um, essentially, that's. A um, measurement of distance. So, ten thousand light years would take ten thousand years to get to if we were traveling at the speed of light. Yes, which is impossible anyway. Which we can't do yet. We can't. Do, well, yeah, and even like even full speed of light is apparently impossible to get to. Like, yeah, it's like
0: ninety nine percent. Yeah, something
1: like that. Yeah, we'd probably
0: disintegrate if we did.
1: Yeah, probably. And then time starts fucking up cool science yeah
0: that's the other thing Time's time will slow down
1: well then maybe that's you good so you don't actually travel ten thousand years you travel less for your own perspective because it has to do with earth's time
0: that would be the only Is way to it? communicate with another planet instead of just sending signals you'd have to just go there traveling at light speed because yeah, was, time yeah. would warp
1: but would it warp enough we i don't think it warps that much i don't know anyway anyway um too difficult. yeah so back to <laughs>
0: radio waves
1: yes which back to radio waves If we've only been sending out our radio signals for 80 years, as I lightly touched on earlier, even if those signals were going at the speed of light, they've only gotten 80 light years closer to the nearest alien civilizations capable of detecting it. And again, this is on average because they could be further than 10,000 light years. They could be closer, but still. So it's still 9,920 light years away. And even if they got it and sent a message back immediately, it would still be another 10,000 years off us receiving that reply. Jeez. So it will be 19,920 years before we even hear from any potential aliens 10,000 light years away. And I'm pretty sure our radio waves aren't traveling at the speed of light, just FYI. Um, But anyway, hopefully we won't be dead by then.
0: Hmm. So basically, like just summarizing what we've just talked about in our chunk of like little research here, Hmm. it's probable that there is intelligent life out there Hmm. based on the vastness of the universe Mm. but because of the vastness of the universe there's not any real way for us to know if there is or not simply because the planets that could host life are too Mm. far apart from each other yeah for us to communicate yeah and we might not be alive long enough to receive the message back or send a like you know like
1: yeah it's like i'm just trying to think of a good analogy here it's like okay. Just drop two random people on the entire fucking planet. Get them to find each other by coincidence. Anywhere on the planet.
0: Yeah, that's a good example. But
1: it would be worse than that. Like, significantly so much worse. worse. Yeah. Like, what are the chances? Like, fucking low. But again, like, over a long period of time, maybe. If you're sending signals out in all directions, like, maybe.
0: Yeah, I think, like, our technology would have to develop significantly. Yeah. For us to be able to... Yeah, reach anywhere. an extraterrestrial.
1: Yeah. It may be smacking right into a non-intelligent life form right now and they just don't know they can't detect it.
0: But then, like, what if? what if other extraterrestrials are sending signals that can reach us mm. and that they can receive back but yeah. we don't have the technology to read it? Like, what if we yeah. just can't hear it, can't see it? We yeah. don't have the technology to receive that info. That's yeah, the other possible. thing. Yeah, we develop like,
1: developed totally different technologies.
0: Everyone, every civilization will develop at totally different times mm. and in different ways. Yep. Like they might not communicate with radio. Radio is something yeah. we've developed, and we just think radio is the blah blah the ultimate mm. universal something way. Yeah. Universal? No, the word universal is not
1: earthal. It's earthal. It's un You know, earthal. Oh my god, so
0: that's,
1: that actually made me think too. When yeah. you said like, what if we? What if there's a signal sent to us? Like, imagine if we do receive a signal from aliens, and we're like, oh my god, aliens exist. Yeah, we have got to send a signal back. It's going to take 10,000 years.
0: That's what it... Yeah, I know. And it's like,
1: what... Imagine if we... Imagine if we got the confirmation that aliens do exist. Yeah, but we wouldn't space. know about
0: it. Then but they we going might. to tell us.
1: Yeah, but what if we do have a detectable signal? Yeah. They have a radio signal and it hits us, but then like... We don't
0: know what to we do We won't with be it. able to
1: send back a message. there was actually a time a while ago where mm. there are scientists listening out for messages. Yeah. There's like a whole thing. I think it's called SETI, Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, some group actually did get this, like, weird sort of radio frequency. Yeah, there's
0: been a, quite a few yeah, of those. Yeah, there was one
1: particular one, I forget what it was called, and they, like, couldn't really explain it, but they don't really know. They don't know it was aliens. They're like, it could easily just be, like, some random fucking thing from a pulsar or something. Yeah. But they were just like, what? But imagine if we received an actual message and we're like, what does this mean? Confirmation aliens exist, but we're not going to be able to communicate with them because we'll all be dead by the time we get a message back again. Yeah. Like, It would really, crazy. Um,
0: and this is part of the reason that I don't know if uh, they would tell us if mm. they if they did receive communication because I think it would really mess with a lot of people's sense of self and mm. their place in the world. Do you know what I mean? Place like in the universe. and their place in the universe because I think so much of our society and like our way of living is just centered around ourselves and us being the center of the universe and Mm. we're special and this and that. And it's just like to think that there's something else out there like us is, it's just, well, to me, it's, it feels threatening and Mm. scary. And it, it just feels like a big cloud over your head, like at any moment Mm. Everything could just go wrong.
1: I actually wonder if if we found aliens, whether it would bring humans closer together. Mm. Because you have like,
0: you'd unite.
1: Yeah, would you, or would we just be an utter mess? You would you have would, to. You would hope that you would unite because it's like,
0: what if we we're done so much another... more similar
1: than what we have been?
0: We've. It's so interesting because we've experienced so much war and conflict on our planet mm. between countries and yeah. races and. Yeah beliefs so much beliefs yeah. but we've and that's been against ourselves yeah but we've never experienced conflict with anything other than ourselves yeah. we've never experienced conflict with anything outside our atmosphere
1: yes like would, nothing. Would, would that put things into perspective if we knew there was a completely different I don't know. planet full of life? I
0: don't know. I don't know what people would do. I think a lot of people would go crazy.
1: Hmm. And imagine if we encountered a, like, a new civilization that was also in contact with other civilizations. It's like, oh, by the way, there's like three other planets that we're aware of.
0: It's sort of similar to the conversation we had about whether we're living in a simulation or not. It would make Ooh. a lot of things seem really pointless. Yeah. Working a nine to five job and there's aliens out there. Like, how do I put meaning? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In my mundane day to day bullshit.
1: Yeah.
0: When there's so much else going on out there and not everything's about me in my tiny little brain. Do you know what I mean? I it, do. it puts things in yeah. perspective and it's yeah. just like, I am so insignificant. My problems, my feelings, my job, day to day bullshit, day to day stuff just doesn't mean anything because there's yeah. so much more going on. Yeah. There's so much more going on already with just the fact that we all coexist together on our planet. Mm. But then beyond that, it's like, oh, there's so much more.
1: Do you ever just like, I sometimes just, when I visit my parents in the country and you can just see the stars. More stars. Sometimes I just get like so distracted with the stars and I'm like, somewhere out there are aliens living their own lives, having these complicated experiences with their emotions and their relationships and stuff. And we just have no fucking idea. There could be an intergalactic war going on. Statistically, there probably fucking is. Yeah, and we just don't know. Other planets at like, war with each yeah, other. Yeah, it's like when you think about like, oh, you know, my friends over in England are doing something right now, and that feels a bit disconnected. But it's, it's like super, somewhere yes. right now in our time, aliens are doing shit right now.
0: Yeah, Ugh. I know. They're Ugh. being born. They're being. They're born. getting their first job. They're falling in love. They're fucking. They're. Fucking Unless like Unless they reproduce rabbits.
1: asexually. They're replicating.
0: They're fucking the rabbit they found on Earth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Lucky rabbit.
0: Lucky rabbit, you rabbit boy. Uh-huh. Oh, oh Ooh, bit. Ooh. <laughs> i think sure. we got
1: a... <laughs> if you know what I mean? We
0: did a little long... <laughs> Anyway, cool. Uh, do you want to quickly... Talk about moon poop? Yeah, let's we'll talk about on. moon
1: poop. So there's a really interesting story, fact, bit of information that I got yeah. from this astrobiology a subject. A fun fact. Match. A fun fact, isn't it? So let's delve into that fun fact. So, technically, we can say that there is a good chance that there is extraterrestrial life on the moon.
0: Das Moon. Das our mond, moon. Mond.
1: Der Mond. Der Mond. Our moon. The our moon. very own moon. Oh. Because humans have left their shit
0: there. There's new craters in the moon, did you know?
1: I didn't. Is it from the shits?
0: Yes. (laughs) The turds grew so big, they (laughs) left craters. No, sorry, total side note. But, um, yeah, I think some debris, little, uh, what do you call them? The ones that fly?
1: Uh, Asteroids.
0: Asteroids have Mm. recently hit the moon, and it was like Ah. a bit of a boom, boom, and it left two new craters in the moon. Good thing it hit the moon moon and not uns. I know. That's what blows my mind too that there's no asteroids have hit us.
1: You know that the moon was actually created when a massive planet smashed into Earth and its outer crust was ripped off and that re congealed into the moon. So the moon is made of the Earth. Shut up. And this other planet, which I can't remember the name of right now.
0: What? Juno, maybe? Yeah. Crazy. Sorry. Back to moon poo. Back to
1: moon poo. So. The average dry human feces... Fuck, we talk about poo a lot. I anyway, know, I was just
0: thinking the same thing <laughs> the every average, episode. Every
1: episode, poo and aliens. And here we are, joining them together. I know. We haven't, we haven't talked about death this episode. Anyway. Um, the average dry human feces contains up to 55% bacteria. Bacteria is alive, by the way. So when people went to the moon, they dropped off some weight because they really they have to be really really
0: uh, precise precise. Yeah, with how much weight
1: they're carrying yep. and stuff. So if they yep. bring back any samples from the moon, they have to leave something behind. Okay. Yep. So stuff dropped off on the moon pretty much just stays there because there's no atmosphere, there's no wind, and there's nothing to break it down.
0: <laughs> there was wind. <laughs> there was wind. <laughs> <laughs> broke
1: some wind and left it behind. Someone broke wind. So like it blows my mind that like the footsteps from the moon landing
0: is still, are still there, there because there's nothing to blow away. Crazy.
1: So um, essentially they left poop in what they called jettison bags. So it was just like airtight bag things like yep. waste bags. Yep. And as long as these bags are still sealed, that bacteria could hypothetically still be alive because it doesn't need air to survive. It's anaerobic. Um, but it depends on things like the temperature and radiation because again, there's no atmosphere on the moon. Yep. It's exposed to a lot of uh, radiation. Um. So there have been approximately six missions to the moon, and each of them has left poop. So these are the Apollo missions, um, 11, 12, 14, 15, 16. I feel like I'm missing one. Anyway, there have been six missions to the moon, they all left shit. Um, So this isn't interesting for Mars, this whole concept, because it has been speculated, as I dropped on earlier, that life could possibly exist on Mars in the form of bacteria or something like bacteria, or some sort of very simple single-celled organism. And the issue with us going to Mars is that we'll bring our own bacteria and microbes with us and they could potentially spread all over the place and then we'll not be able to tell what is Martian and what's from Earth.
0: Oh, if we bring stuff act. back from Mars. If
1: we physically go to Mars because there's plans for like manned Martian missions. Yep. We could just spread our own bacteria. Have you
0: seen the movie, The Martian? Yeah. Bloody good. Really good. He gross potatoes? Yeah, gross potatoes. Watch it if, if you haven't seen boy. it. The yes. Martian? Very good movie. Yes. What's his name? Ma- Mark, Matt no, Damon. Matt Damon. Matt. Mark. Mark.
1: Dame. Stryker. I always get
0: Matt Damon and Mark Wahlberg yeah, mixed same. up for some reason. they're just both
1: really buff.
0: Yeah, buff boys.
1: Those big buff uh, boys. Yeah, so there could be life on the moon right now. Mm. Poo life.
0: Hmm. Well, poo. Poo is there. So our poo's up there.
1: Yep. I There's feel like human that's just bad. Right
0: like we've littered. You know, like we've left our poo up there. Yeah, not only have we literally right. left
1: our shit up there. Why didn't
0: they plan to be able to take it back? We shouldn't yeah. be leaving our poo on other planets. No. That's so bad. What if someone comes along on the moon and goes, what's all this then?
1: What if the moon evolves complex life from our shit? Oh, anyway. Yeah, crazy.
0: Okay, well, that's all for our facts. Now on to conspiracy. Oh, your favourite part. My favourite topic.
1: All right, Laura, convince me.
0: Convince you?
1: Yes, conspiracy me.
0: Oh, I know I'm not actually going to convince you of anything, but I just love this stuff. I love the conspiracy. No, okay, everything but that. No, okay, I really enjoy conspiracy theories that that you that could be true. Yes, that are just on the verge of being like, yes, they're slightly ridiculous, but not that far fetched.
1: Yes, not that far fetched. That. There's nothing in the moon but aliens.
0: Shush! Shush! Okay. Look, I just think going... Like, looking at UFO sightings and stuff, I just feel like there have been too many sightings and alleged, you know, abductions for it it to have never happened to Mm -hmm. anybody. I know you're looking at me like... (laughs) You're just like, "Mm mm-hmm, she's a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Nonsense. You know,
0: thousands... No, it's possible, yes. It's possible, Thousands of people have recounted their abductions and sightings. And there are so many theories about, you know, why aliens would be abducting us from our little beds, um, you know, like to study us or gather information. Like we might not even be able to see them and they could be doing it and plopping us back and we wouldn't even know.
1: We could be in a simulation made by an alien.
0: We could. Alexa. (laughs) (laughs) Alexa, listen. Um, But yeah, on UFO sightings. So California tops the list. Oh, shut up, bird.
1: I'm so surprised that California is the top of the list.
0: (laughs) I'm from California. (laughs) I'm from California. (laughs) Um, So California tops the list of states with the most reported UFO sightings in the US. Shocking. Um, That's the other thing. I feel like a lot of these sightings come from the US, at least the ones you hear about, because you Americans are crazy. (laughs) Um, But anyway... Um, it's got the highest number of incidents occurring in you know, Los Angeles between 2001 and 2015. Um, That's from travelchannel.com. So the most uh, – I want to talk about the two most famous UFO incidents.
1: Yeah.
0: And this first one is one of those ones that just makes me go, okay, how could this not – and how have I never heard of this, but more so how could it not be true, right? Yep. So the Belgian UFO wave. Um, It is the longest lasting series of reported UFO sightings in Belgium, and it began in November 1989 and ended the following April. Uh, So November to April, what's that, five months? Six months? Five months. Five
1: months. Yeah. Six
0: months. So around 13,500 people claimed to witness seeing large triangular flying objects hovering low in the sky. In the spring of 1990, military fighter pilots investigated and pursued some of the unidentifiable objects, but the objects flew out of range before the pilots could observe anything further. It was written off as a harmless mystery and remains one of the largest alleged UFO sightings in history. That's also from travelchannel.com. Oh, just a harmless mystery. is, but it's... Like, oh, it was just, you know, oh, well, just, this will be a mystery forever. No, I don't believe that for a second. Mm. How could 13,500 people all see the same thing mm. and then it's just like, oh, we couldn't work it out?
1: Unless this is made up.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's not made up. <laughs> no. Does not have a
1: Wikipedia page?
0: Yes, it has a Wikipedia page. Wow. Thank you.
1: Then it's legit. I just also think, why did all these, all these sightings. Seem to have all appeared before smartphones with cameras existed. Mm. And since uh, cameras, smartphones with cameras, no one's gotten some good footage of it.
0: Yes, they have. Have
1: they actually? Been? Yes,
0: they have. I've seen heaps. I've seen heaps.
1: <laughs> have you? Or is it like the Loch Ness Monster and it's like, oh, it's a log? I'm
0: not talking about <laughs> Nessie the fucking dragon with its neck sticking out of a pond. I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> aliens All in
1: the, the Scottish sky. people.
0: <gasps> a pond? <laughs>
1: A pond, you Oh uh. I'm talking about the fucking dragon <laughs> sticking his head out of a pond.
0: Oh, my God. Look. Look, there are videos, okay, of people that have found stuff, so just you shush. There are, though. I'm not surprised that there aren't more, but a lot of them get taken down. True. A lot of them get taken down immediately. I feel like with this Belgian thing, um, an explanation... The, the First of all, <laughs> Belgish people. <laughs> 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 completely untrustable. <laughs> Belgish.
1: Belgish. <laughs> What's the word for a... Belgian. <laughs> That's why it's the Belgian. <laughs> <laughs> the Belgian UFO wave. <laughs> Ah, the Belgian UFO wave where fourteen thousand <laughs> Belgish people saw some UFOs.
0: Oh shit. All mm. four. <laughs> um anyway, I feel like a a decent explanation for this is that it's just it's the government with flight oh, what do you, what do you call? It? Space cru- craft
1: crafts. Yeah, what's the word what's for the word not for? the navy, not the army, the air force?
0: Yeah, I think I feel like it's just the air force with new with yeah. new flying apparatus. Yeah.
1: Or oh, it was drones before drones were widely known know. About probably.
0: Anyway, and the other most famous incident, which a lot of you have probably heard of if you're into this shit, um, is Roswell. Um, so I'm going to read this straight from Wikipedia. The Roswell incident is the 1947 recovery of balloon debris <laughs> from a ranch near Corona, New Mexico, in the United States. So it was found by the United States Army Air Force officers from Roswell, Army Airfield, and... Conspiracy theories decades later claim that the debris involved a flying saucer and that the truth had been covered up by the United States government, right? Mm. So on July 8th, 1947, Roswell Army Airfield issued a press release saying that they had recovered a flying disc. And then the Army quickly retracted that statement later and said that the crashed object was a conventional weather balloon. And I've seen pictures Mm. of the... Uh, stuff that they recovered and stuff, and some people think you can, like, see a little alien in there. There's stories about how they actually did recover an alien and bring that back to their air base and that they've, the government's locked that up yeah. and they've been studying it for years. Mm. Um, because at the time, yeah, there were a lot of these statements made and everyone was really like, "Oh, we don't know what happened, and then a lot of things were retracted after mm. um, and then not explained and just covered up. So I'm pretty yeah. sure Roswell's, like, a very... Um, famous travel uh this what's is area
1: 51 isn't it
0: no i don't think they're the same oh, thing yeah, now area 51 yeah. is like a highly classified air, air force facility in nevada so that's oh. i don't think that's the same
1: right okay don't think that's the
0: same thing but people think that there are very you know shifty things going on there which there probably are you know just in general it's all classified in it? it um Going back, uh, yeah, so people think that, you know, an alien did crash land and it was taken away, so it's a very popular tourist attraction. Mm. Even if it wasn't true, like, I feel like the people in that area would never, like, admit to it not being true because people that live there really believe that this is what happened or at least they tell people because it brings in lots of money to their little town.
1: Because the alien was their grandfather.
0: Yep. The other thing, though, back to like the point, you're like, oh, smartphones now. I just don't know if there was a photo that came out or evidence. You just don't know because we're so technologically advanced. You don't know if anything's just been bloody CGI'd or like it's just graphics. Anyone can make any picture now. You You can make something look real. Hmm. But back then you couldn't. And that's why, you know, some of this stuff is really intriguing. Yeah. Um, another, another thing that another hypothesis that I just love, um, which my sister told me about once. And she looked awfully concerned one day coming into work and told me about this. And I've never been able to forget it. But there's um, the hollow moon hypothesis. Oh my God. And that is essentially that the moon is hollow. And it's a satellite or a spaceship put there by aliens to monitor us. Mm. Why not? Why it could even there could even be aliens in it, living in it's there it. in it. It's and really each little crater is just a little viewing hole, a little peep, a little peep and hole. Chuck shit in that. They're all just living in the dark <laughs> <laughs> inside a moon. Yeah, they might have lights. Maybe. I'm um, sure they've worked out lights hmm. if they're able to live inside a moon. <laughs> but it's probably not what if it's not a moon there are i remember hearing things about you know the um the moon landing conspiracies that when they Mm. landed it sounded like the moon rung like there was a a ringing sound when they landed Mm. to suggest that it was hollow yeah interesting Mm. what if it's just like a big floating metal ship covered in little bits of dust and we've just gone left our shit there aliens are probably like "Mm, snacks (laughs)
1: Well, it has to be a certain mass because the mass of the moon influences everything to do with the earth.
0: Or does it?
1: Or is it just magnets by the moon people? Could be.
0: Could
1: could be. Maybe it was put there in order to influence life because there's this big thing yes. about the tides on earth being related to the moon. Correct. And that really helped life to Form. evolve out of the water.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh... Maybe the aliens did it to speed things along.
0: Well, have you seen the show Ancient so they Aliens? Can harvest
1: us, never.
0: You've never seen the show Ancient Aliens, never. So it's a series. There's heaps of seasons. I watched a lot of it. I've seen War of the Worlds. Did my head in. Oh yeah. <laughs> and when Mars attack? <laughs> I haven't seen either of those actually. What you've not? I know it's just weird because I'm really into this stuff. Um, yeah. but yeah, Ancient Aliens is sort of the hypothesis. They they talk about the fact that they think it's, like, semi-scientific. They've got, like, historians and some scientists that are a bit, like, fringe, you know. But, yeah, it can be a bit conspiracy theory, very conspiracy theory sometimes. Um, but it's basically the concept that in a, a lot of the episodes that I watched anyway that aliens have been here before and are responsible for, like, the ancient civilizations and the technology that they had, like, how the how do the pyramids exist? Like how did they build them so long ago without any technology? Mm. We can't even replicate it now. Um, And it's also got a lot to do with religion, like religion mirroring sort of the idea of like angels coming down or a God Mm. um, coming down from the heavens as to like, aliens actually came down and they didn't have a point of reference and so they wrote it down and that's sort of like what they worshipped and that's turned into religion today so like Mm. there's little artifacts and things that they find that don't seem of this world but also like ancient carvings of um yeah beings and stories on cave walls about things coming down from the sky and things like that so Mm. um yeah a lot of Scientists think that aliens are actually responsible for us doing so well yeah. on Earth and being able track. to survive for so long. Mm. Um, yeah, and and things like um, things like Noah's Ark and all that too. I think aliens were responsible for that. Have you seen
1: Prometheus the movie? Yes. Yes. You know, this like right at the start, they mm. do like how. Earth evolved from this humanoid alien because he, like, did that thing and, like, disintegrated into the water and that was the beginnings of life. Yeah. That's something that I could get around. Yeah.
0: Mm. It's that kind of shit, which is just intriguing because it's not that far-fetched when you think about it. If you found a planet that was in the glory zone, what do you call it? (laughs) What did you call it before? (laughs) Don't touch my glory zone. (laughs) My glory zone. (laughs) my That's glory that.
1: zone. <laughs> that is my glory zone. Definitely sounds like glory hole. Um, <laughs> Goldilocks zone. Goldilocks you zone. You know, not too hot, not too cold, just right.
0: Yes. If aliens were just searching around In and they found a zone. planet and they thought, you know, life could sustain here. Let's make oh, one. There's no life here. And see how it goes. We'll monitor yeah. them from the moon. Yeah. And just, you know, see what happens. Uh, yeah. But anyway.
1: I mean, the, the moon could be full of robots.
0: It could be. But, yeah, so that's the ancient aliens things. And then there's, like, the crop circle stuff. Um, that can be dated back to, I think, like the 70s. But, yeah, I think it that, that took off mm. in the UK, I think. Um, people found, you know, circular areas in their crops which were, like, unusual. Um, you can find pictures of this online if you just Google crop circles. Yeah, so they appeared in the 70s and... It was along the English countrysides and they became really complex and they started increasing in complexity and then they reached a peak in the 80s and 90s when it was becoming really common. I think this is also when, even if it was real, people would have started like mimicking it and doing it as like, because it's sort of people call it a big hoax, crop circles, and people are very 50 50 about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But it looks like like what would be left if a ship sort of landed and then took back off and made an imprint in the crops.
1: Why would you land in crops, though?
0: I don't know. It they needed some corn. It's corn, a big lump with It has the juice. You seen that video?
1: Catherine told me about this. So the first experience I have it was literally on Saturday when she was talking to me. About oh, my you. God. I
0: have not been okay. able to stop singing. Google, uh, if you're on TikTok or Insta or whatever... Just look up corn video, corn kid. It's the best thing ever. You won't regret it. Anyway, so yeah, the the um, crop circles actually started mimicking like mathematical equations and things like that. So it all got very complex. But yeah, anyway. But yes, um, there are a lot of people around the world that really hardcore believe in aliens and that there's an alien presence around right now on Earth. Um, They hold conventions about it and they gather every year. There's a Cardwell UFO Festival in Northern Queensland. I know people that think they actually have been abducted and get abducted Mm. frequently.
1: And what do they do with them?
0: Collect sperm, I think, Mm. I've heard. Collect sperm and So do you wake up in the morning and you're like,
1: I feel drained? I
0: think so. Right. Yeah. I'm not not too sure. I haven't heard this firsthand, but I know friend of a friend which yeah i i don't know i find it super interesting hmm. but then yeah i'm not i don't know i've never felt like i've been abducted but maybe i have maybe that explains a lot
1: ah explains the limbs
0: i don't know there's just so many things and it makes me think yes it's all true
1: it's all simulation the aliens are our programmers
0: i just think how could it not you know if 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 Aliens can exist, right? We've established that at the start. Yeah. Why could this stuff not be true? Tell me why.
1: Shall I go into it?
0: Ain't nothing but a heartache.
1: Tell me why.
0: Yeah, go into it.
1: Well, I feel like if they're this advanced, like, I've got a few different things I think that come to mind. Like, if they're this advanced, why would they do something kind of dumb, like, show themselves to 13,000 people, then fuck off, and then, like, not come back?
0: Because I don't care.
1: They're just like, oh, let so fuck advanced. with them. There's some, like, yeah, teenagers, like, alien teenagers that want to fuck with Tease them.
0: Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, anyway, that's mm. it for my con... Ooh, I just made a fart with my hands. I can't do it when I want to. Anyway, that's it for my conspiracy talk. No. <laughs> anyway, yes, that's all. That's the stuff I like. <laughs> Farts. Believe me, Alex. Believe me. Why won't you believe me? Uh, This to me feels like I'm trying to convince you to believe in a religion right now.
1: That's how it feels to me too. Why? (laughs) Give me some proof.
0: I can give you proof. Look into my eyes.
1: Oh, your cold, glassy eyes.
0: I see it. My mirrored lenses. Mirrored
1: lenses. Alien.
0: Anyway, all right. Let's go on to the next chunk. Do we actually want to contact them? Yes. Bang, bang, bang.
1: Well, we're back from eating some chocolate-covered Japanese crisps. Let's Yummy. get into the next segment. Can not yeah. recommend? Mm. Yeah. Wow.
0: Okay, the next segment is, do we actually want contact with aliens or not? And this is a question that I think about a lot because I obviously think aliens exist and could potentially be here, but the thought of contacting them, to me, I just think, no, 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 don't. Mm. Like, it's, it's scary. It's
1: risky. Risky. Like, they can teach us so Imagine learning, like, All the information that we've ever learned about the universe and particularly life on our planet. Yeah. Imagine encountering another race, another civilization that has all that to learn about their planet too. Like we could learn so much.
0: I know. But
1: they could also just squash us in a millisecond. They could.
0: If they're more advanced than us, which they would have to be if they came here. Yes. um, They could just obliterate us. Obliterate us. In an instant. Or, or enslave us or use us as power, put us into a matrix, like that kind of thing. Like, yep.
1: So on the topic of getting into contact with aliens. Yes. So if you recall good old Frank Drake from uh, the beginning of the episode, The Drake Equation. Yes. I found a really interesting article online, which was actually written by Frank Drake's daughter, Nadia. Awesome. Nadia Drake um, in a National Geographic article. This is from.
0: Following in her father's footsteps. Following in her father's footsteps.
1: Indeed. So, Pioneer 10 is a spacecraft which essentially slung around Jupiter and shot off into space. And this was the first ever human-made object to leave our solar system.
0: Hang on, we've done this and sent something out of our solar system?
1: We've already sent something out of our solar system. This is like a while ago, Pioneer 10. I didn't know that. Yeah. Slung around Jupiter, shot off into space. Goodbye. Yeah, so there's a man-made thing hanging out in space somewhere in the cold vacuum of space it's it was shot off in like the 80s or something too i think oh. like pioneer 10 is quite old
0: wow okay
1: yeah um i don't know if i actually wrote down what year it was from google it anyway um <coughs>
0: <laughs> do your own research, do own research.
1: Gosh darn it um the reason i'm bringing up pioneer 10 is that included on pioneer 10 was a plaque a plaque a plaque a, a plaque, plaque
0: slash plaque i say plaque well, well, it's, it's either
1: Included on this man-made object was a plaque called the Pioneer Plaque. Or plaque. <laughs> <laughs> With a map on it on how to find us, using pulsars as sort of like a tool to locate us in the galaxy. Yeah, like right. A reference like our point.
0: coordinates. Our
1: coordinates, pretty yep. much. Yeah. It's pretty much like, oh, here we are. Um, it's a little map of like the pulsars yep. around us. As well as other information like pictures of humans... A man and a woman, um, Our anatomy, yeah, anatomy, blah, yep. blah 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 blah, right? And so apparently this map essentially points to Earth in both space and time. However, mm-hmm. the fuck that works. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was designed by old Frank Drake himself, Carl Sagan and Linda Salzman Sagan. So further man-made objects the voyager one and two got a bit more ambitious with what they call a uh, golden record which contains images and sounds recordings as well as instructions on how to play the record so it has a little pin in there you can play the record so if aliens did come across this they can play the record
0: and play a message
1: play a message and it's like there's like kids being like greetings from earth from the children of earth and shit like that and there's also like a bunch of different images. And you can look at Whoa. some of these on NASA's website, I believe. Yeah. Um,
0: we'll link below to the um, to the article on this too.
1: Yeah. So you can go and have a look at it yourself if you like.
0: Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: So pretty much this is like the chances of an alien happening across this. Yeah. It's really fucking low. But I mean, if it's just shooting out into the space indefinitely. Yeah. Then at some point an alien, a spacefaring alien might be like, what is this thing? And then they pick it up and it's like, we are right here. So they can learn all about us, us like, learn what we're made of. Pretty much, like here we are. Come kill us.
0: Yeah, but you've yeah you've told them where we are,
1: our weaknesses. Yeah. what we look like. Like here, come find us. Here's the plan to kill us. You have all the information. See,
0: I wonder why they've and done it this. It must be in like the interest of the United Nations, surely, or or they must have agreed. I don't all know if of their the leaders apparently the- it was
1: fairly last minute. When Drake was like, I want to put something on this.
0: That's a massive choice. Yeah. Humongous. Like, the fate of our planet could lie in that little plaque. Yes.
1: yes. <laughs> they could save us. They could kill us. They could just never find it. Because, again, it's like throwing a fucking yeah, grain it, of sand into the ocean. Like, Yeah. But still. Or it could
0: also, what's to say, it doesn't crash into an asteroid or get sucked into exactly, another solar system and exactly. just crash into another planet. Like, yeah. um, the chances of it being found are very low, unless... Someone three else. Of them is, now, unless some an, another advanced civilization has a way to detect stuff like that floating Possibly, around yeah. and fix it up, like yep. that kind of thing. Um quite possible. Yeah. Well hmm. uh, my, my instinct on all is just no, I just feel like if they knew we were here they'd kill us.
1: Yeah, good chance. Because
0: what are, what if they're that advanced, what do <laughs> oh. they need from us? You know what I mean? Like yeah. Yep. There's nothing they can learn from us. The only thing they can benefit from us is to use us in some way. Mm -hmm. Unless they're extremely peaceful. But, like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, on this point, when we studied this at uni, um, we looked at our own human history. And essentially, whenever people on Earth found a civilization that was less technologically advanced than theirs, they would either kill them or enslave them.
0: That's what we've done.
1: That's what we've done. And it's like, well, you know...
0: That's,
1: that might just be us, but also, like, it's possible. That's our pattern they, of behavior. Yeah, if they view us as much less, not human, but, like, much more like, less, like them, yeah. not, much less advanced than us, they might just kill us. Um, what, something that's really interesting to me, too, that we looked at is that there's also very high likelihood that if a civilization is technologically advanced enough to have figured out interstellar travel, then there's a very good chance that they've also figured out immortality in which case they could be after our resources because an immortal race that's replicating could have issues with sustainability, mm. right? So it's like the reason for finding another habitable planet is probably to take all the resources and they're not going to give a shit about us.
0: Or what if they just mortals. kill us and live on our planet? Well, exactly, like, yeah. just take our planet to live on yeah. and get rid of us. Yeah,
1: maybe they just want water, food, just space. Um, yeah, but
0: they might not even drink water.
1: They might not even drink if water. If they're
0: made of silicon, they'll be drinking sand. <laughs> they'll
1: be eating our sand. Or throwing it out. Uh, get your mitts off our sand. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want no aliens taking our sand our women. Take me. <laughs> take Ladu and leave us alone take me Um, but yeah to us we might to them we might be so basic it's not even considered a big deal to wipe us out like if we're like oh, we want this land but there's ants living here splat
0: I know that's what I You know, like it could just be that easy. It could be as easy for an alien race. We, they might not even be the same size as us. If their yep. planet's twice the size of ours, yeah, they might be twice as big. You know, yep. we might be ant sized to them. Who knows? Like mm-hmm. it might, they be, might as- be
1: super tiny and they fly in our ears and exploit our brains.
0: Oh, oh my, <laughs> that's terrifying. <laughs> but you know, it might be as, yeah, like you said, as easy yeah. to wipe them out as it, yeah, as it is for us to just spray a can of ant rid and kill yep. all the ants yep. that climb into your fucking printer.
1: Oh, maybe they've planted some seeds and they're just gonna kill us with our you know, interfighting and stuff. Yeah. They're manipulating us. Back um, to the um like
0: <clears throat> center of the universe type thing though, like mm. and how small we could really be. Like I was uh, my sister was over yesterday and she was looking at my sea monkeys. And she just said, this is what makes me feel like we just have no idea and that like we could be in a simulation or that like we're so insignificant because, you know, these little sea monkeys in this tiny tank, you know, there's like 30 of them, but they know nothing else than that little tank. And their version of outer space is my kitchen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then it's like, what? Why couldn't that be us?
1: Yeah. We could just be some alien sea monkeys.
0: We literally could be. Oh, yeah. scary.
1: Something that I also find interesting from when I was studying it um, is that if any aliens have actually been here, there would most likely be robots. Because, again, if we are 10,000 light years away, on average, from the nearest possible planet to sustain life, hmm. uh, why would you send actual living beings on a mission that would last 10,000 years if you're going at the speed of light?
0: Yeah, like it's so much risk in them. Might just die, yeah.
1: Like, and if you've figured out again interstellar travel, yeah, you may as well just send robots because they're going to be able to like deal with it a lot easier, yeah, um, risk a lot lower, yeah. So, like, yeah, why would you not? Yeah,
0: so true. Hmm. Well, it's like we haven't sent any humans beyond our solar system.
1: Yeah, we just sent some random fucking. We send robots, and like to other planets, we send robots. Even us with our, you know, like we've probably got robots that could pretty our robots are pretty advanced already they like, are yeah. but like
0: we're not that far away from mars have we sent humans not yet no we've yeah. sent robots
1: yeah but yeah, even a mission to mars like so many people like so many people would be interested but it still takes like four years out of your life or something yeah you can't just there. come back like, no yeah oh takes the right person
0: yeah that's crazy
1: or it might just be so crowded that they do send a big ship of aliens in Hypersleep or something, they're like, take over the planet when you get there, and you sign up for it like, going to the new, yeah, the yeah, new land like America or Australia when England first fucking plowed through here. Yep, and they're like, hey, I want some space, so I'll sign up for that possibly one way mission. Yep, yeah,
0: if you've got nothing else to live for, yeah you're divorced, you're a divorced alien with nothing else to live for.
1: Yes, anyone who's divorced, you've got nothing to live for, <laughs> go live on
0: Mars, <laughs> feeling empty, go propaganda. to Mars. You might find a nice little shrub to marry.
1: If you're lucky.
0: If you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky.
1: If you're lucky.
0: Oh, boy. All right. So okay. we've got
1: one final article, do we? Yes. So there's article from NBC News on why these scientists fear contact with a- with space aliens by Rebecca Boyle. So I'm just going to quote this. So there's a possibility that if we actively message with the intention of getting the attention of an intelligent civilization that the civilization we contact would not necessarily have our best interests in mind, Mm. says Lucien Wolkowicz, who is an astrophysicist. Um, On the other hand, there might be great benefits. It could be something that ends life on Earth, and it might be something that accelerates the ability to live quality lives on Earth. We have no way of knowing. Like, imagine if we could take our technology now and take it back to, like, medieval times when infant mortality was 40% or something. Yeah. And we're like, we can save so many, like if aliens just come and be like, here's the cure for cancer, here's anti-aging technology, yeah. here's renewable crops, you know, like all our problems, they could have solved such a long time ago. So it's yeah, double-edged sword.
0: Like resources, like here's a renewable energy source, like here's an yeah. energy source. And it's like, like, fuck, like, how
1: do we not think of that?
0: Here's an energy source you could pull from and not destroy your planet. Like yeah. instead, you know, like
1: here's the meaning of life.
0: I know. That's the thing. Having contact with, Aliens could do wonders for us, but then it could also end us. Mm. That's the scariest part. It's such a gamble. That's why I just think don't do it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean?
1: Even if it was like there's a 90% chance that it will improve our life, 10% chance total obliteration. Like, would you do that? Probably not. Yeah.
0: No. Wipe out our entire civilization. Mm. All of our history. Gone. Yeah. But then it doesn't really matter because nothing means anything. We're just atoms squashed together by force. Oh, this is mind-boggling stuff.
1: Wow.
0: Alright, let's wrap this up.
1: Well, audience, how do you feel? Are your brains full of the belief that aliens exist in our universe?
0: My brain's melting out my nose, thank you, Alex.
1: Ah, you're welcome.
0: Oh, this stuff just makes me so I feel like a small little ant. I was gonna say, do
1: you feel insignificant yeah, now? Yeah, I do. Yeah, fucking also perspective.
0: Confused, but anyway, um, yeah, this was all very insightful. Yeah, I can. I feel like I can take on the world now.
1: Yeah, take on the universe.
0: Send us, send us to communicate with the aliens. We'll do a good
1: job. Yes, but turn me into a robot first.
0: Yes, put your consciousness in a robot.
1: Yes, <laughs> sure. Or just cryogenically freeze me. Essentially, what I'm saying is, I don't want to die on the way there.
0: No. Mm. Mm, interesting well we hope you enjoyed this week's episode tell us what you think if you have anything to add hit us up on socials if you think you've been abducted before or if you've ever had an encounter or seen a ufo or anything like that tell us share with us convince me yes try to convince alex we'd love to hear from you um as always give us a review if you like what you hear and share our content with your friends if you feel so inclined it really helps us out and yeah i
1: think that's it i think we we did this efficiently
0: we did we covered a lot of stuff yeah hope that was enlightening for you guys as it was for us i had yes. heaps of fun researching this so topic I. it was really
1: enjoyable wasn't yeah it? i
0: feel like there's so much more that we didn't touch on that we mm. could have branched out on a lot more but i yeah i think that it covered a lot yes
1: well hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did and join us next fortnight where we do Reddit Reacts Part Two.
0: Yeah, and if you're not convinced that aliens exist after listening to this, then I don't know what more I can tell you. Believe. It's time to believe. Cheerio, chaps.
1: I'm a believer. No, I can't sing at the end.
0: Now I'm a believe. Oh yeah, no.
1: No singing at the end. Now Goodbye. I'm now I'm a believer. I couldn't leave her. Not a
0: trace. Doubt in, in my mind. All right. Bye.
1: Goodbye.